And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. On this beautiful day. Good morning to everyone. With Barocco Sepemando. Tune in live at 10:30. And it's all on road radio. It's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. Yo, 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 what up, what up, good morning, good morning, GMG, Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023, look at that, another beautiful day to have a beautiful day, I got my co-host in the house, Mando, good morning, how you feeling? I'm great, how are you? (laughs) I'm good. I haven't eaten in um, since Sunday night. Are you going a little fast? I'm done with fast. I guess I have eaten them. I'm juicing. I'm juicing. But it feels good. weird not like... like Look at the quiffs. Like, Look at the quiffs at Canary Labs. Sheesh. 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 Yeah, Mando's feeling great today. What's up, Look boy? at that. Four, that's, he's not going to cut it until 420. I can't four, get four. my camera's all weird, right? It's all... Oh, your frame rate's too low. Frame, I can't, yeah, yeah, frame rate. You can tell. I still got to go pick up this fucking cam link. But the thing is, it requires me to go to the near the Montreal airport. Uh, for what it's worth, I still haven't gotten my suitcase back from Texas. <laughs> it's somewhere in Boston, apparently. Uh, I'm, I went from Charlotte to Montreal, but my suitcase went to Boston. Uh, <laughs> But you know, it is what it is. Thankfully, the the jewelry box and uh, and uh, and uh, and the expensive stuff is with me uh, on the carry on. You know, <laughs> could you imagine? How many how many chains do you wear? I have a lot of chains. I have the Tiff chain, and I have my usual like the Persian stuff I usually have around my neck. So I have like three, four chains I usually travel around with. Yeah, let me get Ovi on postage. How much okay. jewelry? How much, how much jewelry? And actually, you're just gonna get robbed if I say this sort of stuff, aren't I? Well, I, I, I wear the Tiff chain around my neck at all times. People know that. So, was that like three thirty? No. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question for you. Andrew's really on one today. I love that. He's gonna be full of good takes today. Ovi, what's up? What's your question? Why do some people have a shield next to their name on Twitter? Bro, that's shields up for crypto, baby. Shields up for crypto. This is us representing the movement Save Crypto that Brian Armstrong and uh, uh, Coinbase have started. So they said, put the shield in your name. So I lost the blue badge and I just got it an hour ago for a whole week. It's shield ups, shield up for Coinbase and crypto. Um, I see. I see. It's, uh, it's a sign of, here, I'm going to show you. It's a sign of, uh, of, uh, of affiliation to the movement. Shields up uh, to support uh, the endeavors of Brian Armstrong and Coinbase with regards to their lawsuit against, I believe, the SEC, if I'm not mistaken. And, and I, you know, this is it. So and that's, it was a free mint, actually. So there's been 18K mint. I remember I sent it to you guys at some point. And I was like, you should guess your mint. This just support. So I got mine. And this is what it means. This is what it represents. Um, hopefully we can get Brian Armstrong on the show one day. I did talk to the Coinbase team in, in a consensus. So we'll see if that could one day happen. It's my dream for sure. So I will speak it into reality over here because it'll be fire to have him on but it's just a sign of uh of standing with crypto um 
I mean, you guys know I've been pretty vocal about this, but um, I think that they're the people actually trying to do good for us. And at the end of the day, my business, your business, and the business of people who are listening to us actually depend highly on American regulation. Um, and I think it's cool that uh, to all back someone who I believe um, actually has good intentions for the space uh, since a long time and is trying to actually do something good. So it's actually been interesting. They're actually trying to uh, use the NFTs to raise awareness and they should raise awareness on signups and votes for like pro crypto legislation. So a lot of people say, yo, like we need someone to actually go out there and lobby and help with regards to politics and everything. Well, I like to think that they're doing it. So yeah, I've kind of decided to, it's rare. I don't usually do stuff like that, but I I kind of decided to to put it up. I did lose my batch for a whole seven days, so I'm not going to be changing it for a long time. And I just wanted to support. Is that a good explanation? Yeah, it was, yeah, that was very good. Thank you. He stopped listening like five minutes ago. <laughs> cool, because you know it's funny. A bunch of wrecked guys actually started. Putting no, there is no chance in hell. No, he listen to that. I, I get him like 15 seconds each meeting. I know he listened. My, my outlook on life is like when you receive large chunks of information, you just need like one little sniff to get like the gist of it, and then you like move like. Yeah, this is, this is when I decided to, to put it up, when I tweeted that thing out, the foregoing consensus. Uh, I said, whether you like Brian Coinbase or doesn't ma- or not, doesn't matter right now. We all need to support Brian Armstrong and his team. They're fighting a good fight for all of us, and we have to show up however we can. A like, a retweet, minting the free NFT, whatever it is, goes a long way. So that was my my stance. Um, that's the day I actually put the shield up, and then I got that little Coinbase reply. So uh, it was pretty cool, not going to lie. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just, like... I think Brian Armstrong is a very smart man and a great founder for what it's worth. And since 2012, he's like, he's still around. He didn't get wrecked by all the things that happened. Multiple cycles didn't get wrecked by Luna when like a lot of the exchanges and whatnot had, uh, had exposure. Seems like he's made the right choices. And I don't know. I know a lot of people at, at times have like spoken, like, like I've been kind of like not down with Coinbase, but I think that, and actually I love that Zora is powering this free NFT, uh, which is pretty cool. Shout out to Zora team. But yeah, I think um, I think it's cool uh, what they're doing, and you can still, uh, by the way, for what it's worth, there's almost a hundred thousand mint, and you can still mint it uh, on Zora.co. Um, you know, I'll, I'll I'll post it at the bottom right of the Twitter space for those of you who are curious and 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 you know, kind of. Here is the free mint. Here it is what I just mentioned on the show. But yeah, that's why. That's why I shield. It looks good mixing blue badge. So I saw Bernie, Griffin, a bunch of red guys also put the shields in their name. I was like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> a bunch of face of web three red guys. Listen, you know, the, we gotta support one way or another. I think it's important that that we that we show up for, for the space as a whole. So uh, you know, you'll love to see that. Can you I wonder, are we I'm not using the right phone, right? Can you guys hear us in spaces? Yeah. Uh, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know about spaces. But... I can't hear Golden. Yeah, so, okay, so we have this bug where, like, I can't hear anyone that comes up on the space, so thankfully that we have no guests today, but G-Money, I just saw you requested and came up. We can't hear you. Uh, this has been happening. Did you, you turn up your phone thing on your roadcaster? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm up. It, it's happened last night, too, and I had to, like, swap phones, but the thing is I'm main host on this, so, like, I, uh, like last night's drag guy, so I can just, like, switch it up, but on this show... Uh, I can't do that. So, uh, so G, I'll send you a streamyard if you if you're feeling like come and say what's up. But I, I we won't be able to hear you on the uh, on uh, on the on space, which kind of sucks. I hate how it does that. Uh, it seems like the tech is still trash. But anyways, today on the show, today 
today. <laughs> By the way, we're live on YouTube as usual. Already 50 people up in here. You love to see it. At the bottom right of Twitter space, I'm going to post it. Um, uh, I'm going to post uh, the link to the YouTube, but you already know uh, what to do, where to go. I feel like my engagement has been severely throttled uh, because I keep posting YouTube links. So I think I'm going to take a break from it. So if you could just do me a favor and just come on YouTube without me having to post a YouTube link, it would seriously help because I've been posting YouTube links twice a day. And, uh, and honestly, I've noticed a difference and it doesn't help. So you guys come on the YouTube and find us there. I'm not going to post it, but I did post a thing on the right. But while you're out there, drop a little retweet, drop a little GM. Same on, on YouTube. I want to see gems in the chat. But today on the show, today, today, and I love that we're joined by G Money as well on there right now. DJ's Market Report, as usual, crypto, macro, NFTs, shit coins, blur updates, <laughs> blend is out. What now? So that that dropped uh, yesterday, right around 11 a.m. during the show. So I know we talked about it quickly, but we didn't have time to actually like read the stuff and like make our minds up. So we're for sure going to be talking about this today. So rare weekly lineups. You love the vibes. Yesterday, Hefner actually won the LeBron James cards. So that was really cool. You weren't on Hefner. I'm sure you're on this morning because he usually listens. So I love that he actually went to someone who listens and plays with us. So find that super cool. And then Solibee's announced a secondary NFT marketplace. Um, I thought that was interesting. Lots of interesting stuff going on that front and a whole bunch of other things. So definitely if you, I was going to say, if you have an opinion on something, come up on stage, but, but it seems like we're not going to be able to hear y'all. I'll try disconnecting, reconnecting everything in a second. But if you guys can hear me and us, that's all matters for now. But anyways, 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 without further ado, let's get right into it. Daily Market Report brought to you by Rug Radio. Joseph, what's the word? Uh, hey guys. So <laughs> he's opening trading view right now. <laughs> My internet was slow, so don't, like, don't miss the biggest story of the day. I won't. Oh, I won't. Well, um, story of the day. It's a tough day. Tough day in equities today. So the S and P five hundred is down one point four percent. Nasdaq is down one percent. Um, usually you see the Nasdaq move more than SPX. The reason why SPX is moving more is because bank stocks are getting decimated. So um PacWest, Western Alliance, all the regional banks, if you look at the KRE, um, all this stuff is down 20, 30%. Um, yesterday, you had First Republic uh, get bought by JP Morgan. So they, there's a, a couple of clues there as to why um, the regulator didn't step in. But um, it looks like regional banking is still under like massive, massive stress here, um, which is causing equities to fall lower. It's also causing interest rates to rally a massive amount as well. Like two years... Uh, two-year treasuries got out to like 4.15% um, ahead of today and tomorrow's FOMC meeting. Um, we've like ripped all the way back by 20 basis points for like 3.95% because it's becoming very apparent that like any more or any sustained rate hikes is going to have a massive, massive impact on US regional banking. And you're seeing that in the equity market right now. So um, look, the FOMC starts today. It concludes tomorrow. Um, it's going to be interesting what they say given this uh banking narrative is back once again um the expectation is still for a 25 basis point hike tomorrow i don't i think that's probably what happens but um i don't even really know because if shit hits the bed today yeah and tomorrow then they could single single-handedly just like nuke a bunch of these guys especially if like they're not coming out to bail them out and i don't think jp morgan's gonna buy all of them so um that's a big thing we'll see what they say like last FOMC, they didn't really say anything about um, the banking stuff. They said it was contained and they can move on from it. So I wonder if they'll change their tune given equity prices uh, we're seeing today. 
crypto is actually rallying. I think it's pretty clear now that like every time we have this banking crisis, Bitcoin wants to rally. We're up to 28.5K from 28K. So um, it's pretty much like a, a accepted narrative now. Every time a regional bank fucks up, everyone wants to buy Bitcoin apparently. Because JP Morgan uh, can't buy them all. Like, it's, yeah, exactly. It's a joke. Like, they use up their bullet with admittedly one of the biggest. I think First Republic was like the 13th biggest bank in America. So definitely one of the biggest. Um the, the ones on focus today are, are more regional. They're smaller. Yeah. Um, and in some ways, that makes it even more difficult for the Fed to make a call. Because the thing about First Republic and um, and Silicon Valley Bank is they were just big enough that the Fed kind of had to do something. If someone, one of these smaller regionals goes and no one buys it and the Fed doesn't st- step in to, to save depositors... In some ways, that's like the worst scenario yeah. because they're just small enough that the Fed might think they can get away with not having to do anything. And um, they've kind of already, like the bigger players, JP Morgan um, has used up a lot of bullets saving the bigger ones. So the idea of this being, I don't know, consume, uh, like uh, bought out by bankruptcy to another bank is, is kind of less likely now. So... I think th- these ones, in some ways, are the most difficult for the Fed to make a call on. I think PacWest, which is the one being looked at right now, has, has got 28 billion of deposits. So, by bank standards, that's kind of on the smaller end of medium, I would say. Um, and it's going to have to make a call. The Fed's going to have to make a call if it's going to save deposits on, on a bank like that. And if it doesn't, then things going to get real bad. Yeah, you know what's wild. Pepe coin has a bigger market cap than like a ton of these regional <laughs> banks. Like it's fucking mental. I know you can't, it's not as apples to oranges, but still like it's fucking mental. <laughs> no, it's apples to apples. That's if, apples to apples, man. If I had to compare JP, JP Morgan to someone in the space, you're telling me JP Morgan's like the machi big brother of, of banks. So like whenever people want to sell their everything into it, like they just sell it to JP Morgan. So Every bank. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call Jamie Diamond Maxi Big Brother, but I, I, I would. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who you're. Um, <laughs> but I. But I would say that they are not going to buy another bank. JP Morgan's not going to come in and buy all the regional banks. Um, so to, to, I, to I just, Mando's point, like, I think we, not to interject here. Sorry, but like oh, I, I, uh, I saw this tweet this morning. I just sent it to uh, to Farouk about like the failure of the bank sizes, right? The, the bank size failures. Mm-hmm. And like these three are already would have been the, like the three biggest in 2008. Now I know like inflations happen, right? But it's like to your point of like JP Morgan can't buy everybody. And I think that's what people were starting to get nervous of like, okay, like they just like they shot their bullet. Like how, what are they gonna buy one more? Like, you know, so like the government has to like come in at some point and the market's always gonna call uh, the Fed's bluff, right? Until the Fed can show that they can do something. So. Um, it's going to be interesting times ahead, I think. But I just, I just, I just pinned it for those who are curious on Twitter. Space to show up any minute now, and let me just actually share my screen uh, on Twitter so we can talk about that since you guys are on it. I saw that this morning too. It's uh it's pretty cool. It's pretty not cool. It's pretty crazy actually. Update my plot on bank failure. So here you go. That's wild. It's actually crazy. Yeah, I mean the size of these bank these banks. Um, going is is some of the biggest ever right um these are hundreds of billion billions of deposits for for all three of them 
Um, it's, uh, and I, I think there's been an idea that the Fed might be able to sweep it under the rug, or there's been a few bad, it's like a few bad apples sort of concept. Um, and that's kind of what it's been able to go along with so far, hoping that this wouldn't, this wouldn't continue. The two, the two big issues right now are the, the stuff that was already mentioned a couple of, couple of months ago. So it's all these investments in treasuries or perceived safe a- assets or mortgage-backed securities, which are underwater. And the second big one, which is perhaps a bit more of a slow burner, is commercial real estate. Um, and th- this is one of many. Like there is, There's also like private credit and tons of other different things. But those are the two like big ones rearing their head at the moment, just given... Uh, own occupancy in, in major in major cities. Um, there's no way in hell that the Fed has got this under control. And there's no way in hell that JP Morgan and the Fed or JP Morgan's going to be able to step in and buy them all. So I think, I personally think this is the Fed, the, the idea that they think they should raise rates or they ha- even have the ability to raise rates now that they're basically going to cause a full-on banking crisis or there is one happening in the next 12 to 18 months. Um I think it's is just them. I personally think it's just posturing by Powell. I think he just he needs to say that he got it to a uh, interest rate to a certain level. He got it under under control, and then he's able to like massively change tack over the next twelve months. But um, yeah, I, I, I think they they have no more options now. The Fed, there's yeah. no way they can. They, there's they a lot of people it. falling. It's true. Fritzi just wrote in the chat. You also have media houses falling, uh, like uh, BuzzFeed and Vice, right? That just fell through. Yeah, those those those. Those companies were like close were to already yeah. already. I, I mean, I thought I, I'm pretty sure Mando. Uh, all you guys probably saw this a few days ago, where that um, I think it was like a triple A piece of real estate in San Francisco that was worth 300 million before um, the the pandemic, and it's now it might fit 60. And like this is, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll give credit where credits due. I feel like the guys uh, on the All In podcast have been talking about this for a few weeks now, definitely for like a month or two in terms of like commercial real estate is really the big wave that's coming. And that's trillions and trillions of dollars. Right. So I, it's to your point, Mando, there's no way that this is under control. And no. it's like they're kind of like nothing to see here. And it's like, no, like we, we've got some really big issues. Right now, so. This is crazy from three hundred million dollars to sixty million dollars. This twenty-two story office tower in San Francisco is expected to sell for around sixty mil, eighty percent less than it was valued. And well, so like an interesting point, right? A takeaway from that, and I think this pertains to you know the blur lending, right? Uh, the blur lending that just came out yesterday is I'm pretty sure that wasn't bought in cash, right? That was probably finance. So there's a lot of people that are, are wiped out to zero buying uh, probably what's considered triple A commercial real estate in probably one of the biggest growing cities in the United States over the last 20, 30, 40 years um, that like there was risk in the system there that they didn't see. Right. Yeah. It's- yeah. Look, I think there's, there's so many, like when, if you take a step, step back and you look at how big the fixed income market is and fixed income refers to, interest rate style products with with like regular cash flows versus the stock market it's it dwarfs it so like fixed income is let me have a look at that versus equity market how much bigger um yeah it dwarfs it by about three of three or five x in the u.s alone um and that's just on, on a commercial side but the the there are so many pockets in that market which are now going to rear their head 
over the next over the next few months. Um, and we just started it in the most liquid stuff, which is where people put their deposits and things like um, money market fund, like treasuries. Then it's going to move to the more liquid stuff, like commercial real estate. Then it's going to move to the even more liquid stuff, like high yield debt and a liquid, um, like a liquid private credit. And all of this stuff is going to be repriced, and there's going to be huge holes in balance sheets when that happens. It's just, it's just, it just happens when the refinancings for these things generally tend to happen or when you need to meet deposits for all of them. So I think this is like a multi-month slow car crash, essentially, in, in the banking system. Um, and the Fed just, um, well, the Fed basically used up its bullet by asking JP Morgan to buy First Republic. Well, I guess we'll see what that takes us. Just quickly, uh, Ovi, how are we looking ahead of FOMC tomorrow? Any like, so I know sometimes there's some things that come out ahead, whatever. Anything yeah. that, that we're looking at right now, or should we just wait? To, we, we can just, I mean, of course, we're going to cover it tomorrow, but should we just wait? We have to wait and see. I think there's not, we don't have any data. We have data on Friday and we have data next week. We have payrolls on Friday and CPI next week. So um, it's weird timing because unfortunately, we only have one set of data for them to do this FOMC on. It would have been better to have done it later in the month, but um, here we are. All right, here we are. Well, you did mention Blur and Blend, so let's talk about our favorite things. JPEGs. Who is the man, macro daddy of the land? Can you dig it? Yeah, so GM, everyone, it's been a pretty strong day, I think, over the last 24 hours um, in NFTs. Part of this was, well, basically it was all initially led by this Blur blend uh, announcement, which we kind of had on the show yesterday. Um, it's basically a lending platform um, and a way for you to also go long perp style um, NFTs with, which, with much lower collateral. Um, that was led by the three collections that they put on there. So it was Azuki. It was Miladies and it was CryptoPunks. Um, you saw people going long these with much smaller um, with much smaller amounts in their wallets and things like Azuki, Punks and, and Milady, and that drove the prices up. And then that kind of seeped into a lot of other collections. I think across the board, things just looked more green. Um, there's a lot of expectation that, you know, this collection will be added next or that collection will, will be added next and that will be lead to um, uh, a, like a pump. This is the first stages of something like this being released. So my personal view on something like this is you, you probably create a pump, but then the floor price becomes more volatile for sure. There's like, there's just, it adds risk to something like that and you can get cascading effects. So um, even though you've seen a short-term pump in the price of things like Azuki pumps, uh, punks, um, ladies, it, the volatility of that floor price has now increased substantially. Um, and I think you, you could see various different outcomes over the course of months, but you, there's no doubt you'll see big drops um, just in the same way that you've seen quite big rises on some of these. Um, yeah. But that also brought some volume back into the system as well. Um, I think we had one of the, the, the highest volume days we've had in a while. We're obviously having some very, very low volume days. For the last um, for the last couple of weeks, so we kind of picked up uh, in terms of volume, which was which was nice. I think we're I think we roughly did thirty million, it looks like, and that's almost double what we were doing a few days ago. So 
Um, definitely pick up on volumes on the back of that. Um, yeah, look, it's it's. I personally think that, although I believe this is interesting tech, I think it's um, it adds even more, you know, uh, risks and degenerate activity. I think to the system, and um, in a market where floor prices have been pretty precarious so far over the last few months, then I think this is this could add flames to the fire. Um, but you know, that's just me, me, uh, predicting without having a, uh, any idea of what actually will happen. Yeah, we saw Amanda, I, I have a question for you. I, I'm sure I'm super curious to hear your thoughts on this. Cause like my impression of just digesting this news, and I've been kind of thinking about this for a few weeks now is ultimately like, I agree. I don't think this is like the good, a good thing for like NFT projects short term. But it seems to me like what Blur is going to try to do is kind of go after real world assets and kind of try to become like that medium of exchange where where JPEGs aren't involved and like even like credit and stuff that we were just talking about like a few minutes ago. Maybe like this is where it comes on chain to something like this where, yeah, you want, you know, the professional traders in there where you're running a book and you have all these professional tools. It seems to me like that's kind of ultimately the way they want to pivot and maybe try to bring issuers to to issue on their platform but at the moment kind of just taking these nft projects to be issuers themselves and just using that as almost like the proof of concept of like look it works for nfts like why don't you bring your credit on your real estate on here and get like 24 7 liquidity that's to me kind of what it looks like from the outside i know i haven't been a huge fan of blur but it seems to me that that might be the way they're going but i'm not exactly sure to be honest I, yeah, I think that's 100% it. Like when they when they mentioned the term perpetual lending yesterday, I was like, I've never heard of that term. And I've been involved in in that market of credit forever. But this is it's not just innovation in the form of NFTs. This is innovation in the form of like finance. So I think this is an interesting concept that could be could be used for maybe more stable assets. Um, it's just it? with... Isn't, when you add incentives, incentives to all of these things as well, it's slightly different. So right. like people said before, you know, you add liquidity to why is liquidity bad? And that's been, a, that's been something that's been said on crypto uh, about blur for a while. Like what, if they added liquidity, why is it bad? Incentivized liquidity just has different incentives. It can, it can change the incentives of why you do something. And the, the byproduct of that was seemingly that people had incentives to bid. And then if they then got hit, they could also then, drag the price lower here you have incentives to do more degenerate stuff in terms of um the ltvs the loan to value that you would take on the loan or the risks that you would take in terms of like the interest rate that you'd be charging so it's just increased the level of degeneracy and it's it's increased it via incentives so i i think with with jpegs which by nature are not a stable product this is just this is like (laughs) just pouring gasoline onto like a a very very degenerate market but yeah like you do this you do that that protocol with real world asset and you take away the incentives that's real innovation like yeah you could you could definitely um you could definitely bring on real world assets i think the incentives and the and the collateral are the things that make this just crazy degeneracy I, I have a question. Aren't um, it is perpetual lending? Is is isn't that just kind of like what what we saw with like perps? Isn't that what perps are in like uh, ERC twenties? 
So it's kind of like bringing, bringing perps to NFTs, right? Because like people were talking about this in my Discord where, you know, I, I know a lot of like uh, crypto traders use like the perp lending rates to decide, you know, when, you, when rates get. So basically, right, I guess for, for those in the crowd that, that don't necessarily know and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like when rates are high, that means people are uh, more bearish, right, because they want to be paid to borrow uh, against that asset, right? So they want to be paid more. And when perps are low, when lending rates are low, that means people are generally more bullish. And I know people in crypto utilize that as an input into their trading and being like, oh, I want to go along this because like rates are so low, everybody's bearish, um, like we should go, uh, rates are so low, everybody's bearish, we should go long, right? As like almost a countersign indicator. And I think this is the first time we're, we're like starting to see it in NFTs. Yeah, so you've had two different products. You've had like the perp product and you've had the lending product. This kind of joins them both together. Um, and then they've added in some new features like the Dutch auction system, which feel very lender friendly. Um, so, for example, as a borrower, I could take out a loan. And as a, le- as a lender, then you could decide that um, you don't want to be in that loan anymore put it to a Dutch auction. And if the, let's say someone comes in at a much worse interest rate as a borrower, you have to accept that interest rate. And if not, then I would take the collateral. Um, it's a little bit difficult to talk about. It's probably easier to think about with examples, but um, it, it, they are, these are definitely lender friendly uh, policies. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how that develops over time. Like this, without the incentives, I think there are, this is a very lender friendly protocol for sure. Um, they're just doing different things, but yeah, it's, it, so for example, I could go onto this platform, um, I with a, let's say an asset, I'm trying to think of what's an Azuki worth 15 ETH. I could, um, I could borrow against that Azuki, uh, 14, let's say 14 ETH worth against that Azuki. I could then go long effectively five azukis um via like a perp platform so there's a borrow and lending bit and then there's also the ability for you then to go long um multiple at each time um or, or of anything so it's like it's a mixture of both it's also it's interesting here is that they are using the funds which are put into the blur pool um and i'm not too sure if people are kind of aware of that but this is definitely using the liquidity that's in the blur pool to, to fund the protocol. Um, and that's just something to be aware of for people. Like, uh, if you're putting money into blur by nature, you're putting your money into a DeFi lending slash perp platform. It's not just for you to, and you might not know that those risks are happening, but that is what is, what, what is happening. What you're saying is that you could be bidding on like, I don't know, like clone X's. And if like, let's say Azuki implodes, like you're, you're liable for, for like owning it. Is that kind of what you're saying? Um, I don't, would it be siloed by like, by, by product? No, no, you won't even know you're doing it. Right. Yeah. So you're uh, like, you're at risk for the entire protocol just by, by like being in it kind of by like, yeah, they just have, they just, they just are using the blur, blur pool. Like right. you don't you want like Blur basically keeps all of the liquidity that gets put on there in one place. Like even when we claim our royalties, are probably the same for you for, for one. Like they keep them. 
you don't just get, it's not like OpenSea where they, where you have to actually claim them back from the, the blur pool. So they, they keep all the liquidity in one place. And then, um, yeah, this liquidity is basically being used as they see fit, but you're able to call it at any time. So there are some risks here, I think. Like, I haven't really gone into the depths of it, but if they are doing things with your funds that you weren't exactly expecting, like, you might just be like, you might just be like, I'm putting money into this into Blur right now because I want to bid on some collections. They might be doing, they're going to be doing some crazy shit with it. <laughs> you're just not, you're just not quite aware of what they're doing. Um, so that's just something to be aware of. Like, you're not, you're not just putting money into Blur to bid. Like they are doing other stuff with the liquidity on Blur now. I failed to see how this ends well. I said that last night. We had a conversation with Sobeides and TG. Um, I I failed to see at the moment. Let's say I would just want to say that, like at the moment, like right now in this current market, I don't see how this ends well. I I like what Duda said. Uh, Duda said, I'll, I'll just quote him here, Mike Duda. He said, um. Feels like crypto is financializing everything before finding product market fit for much of anything, and then like I think this take is good. Reason well, I personally think this take is good is I've ever since yesterday morning I've had the time to like ask a lot of questions to a lot of smart people and obviously listen to you guys right now again and everything just read into it myself. Obviously, I still have more education to to, to get, and I'm always down to get educated on on this matter. But the product is really good. Like we went through it last night. We broke it down in Gen Web three show with these and and Sobi, and I went through everything. I was even I was even going to run a test myself, just to see like how it works out. Uh, maybe buy a pump for four ETH or whatever, like just to see how it works. Or an Azuki for 0.7, so then the risk is is not crazy. But the prog may be good, but like I don't see how this is good at the moment with the market that is downtrending. This is a product that works extremely well in a raging bull market for nfts not even crypto bull market like coins bull market i don't see how this is a good product like good tool in like this ecosystem uh, not ecosystem sorry this 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 current market like yeah maybe once there's a bull market whatnot when price floors are actually going up maybe for certain collections where actually most millennia holders actually are big DeFi people and understand DeFi and everything but from what i've seen in the space so far the 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 understanding of DeFi for most market participants is how to buy a shitcoin or sell it for the matter. Even then, they don't use you know most people don't even oh, most people don't even have that right and get you know sandwiched by Jared. And so and so it's it's and it's not a knock. It's just like I just fail to understand how this is something that helps the space. Now it's great for the blur investors. I'm happy my friends are making a bag. Oh, I'm always gonna be happy about my homies making a bag. And everything, um, but I just don't like. Remember when it was like shake things up, this and that. I, first of all, I don't see how this is a shake up, um, and and I just don't, I just don't see it ending well because I don't think the market participants in the space are 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 not only educated enough on the matter. Maybe this will help educate them, if anything. But just with the degeneracy and everything going on, um, I I just I just don't see it, and I, I I'd love to be proven wrong, and I'm always open to it. And I know this is good tools. Like I just heard you, G Money, what you asked Mando, and I think this is a good point. Um, but you know, my guess was that they're going to completely take away the the photo 
for the JPEG from from Blur and one and turned it completely into a token ID, which is a shit coin. And to be honest, they did that. They just left a photo out of courtesy. But like your Azuki is no longer fucking Azuki on there. It's just another shit coin. Like what's I, I'm sorry, but like I'd rather right now buy shit coins than NFTs. And I hate saying that because I'm an NFT bull. Like I'm an NFT gigabull. And and I'd rather buy or ETH or Bitcoin, you know? Like every amount of money I'm gonna be making in, in this shit coin season, whatever, I'm not buying NFTs with it. But like let's say, let's say I made 20, 50, 100 ETH. Two years ago, I'd be busting a hundred clip on NFT on NFT floors and just going crazy on them and just buying everything I want. Now, no matter how much ETH I make, I just don't want to buy more NFTs. At the moment, I'm like I'm scared. This now I'm I'm actually I'm actually scared. This whole like thing falls in in this quarter. Maybe it's I think, better. I think Maybe I'll be able to buy Punk for twenty five ETH. I'm not against that, but that doesn't mean other collections are gonna. That doesn't. I just mean- posted the nine hundred five nine. Thing. You said someone bought it with 1.5 ETH. Yeah. Someone I think what you're saying speaks a lot to what is going on. I feel like this is above this is above yeah. most people's pay grade. Like people don't understand really what is going on here or the ramifications of what is of what is going on. Um they just know that like it's kind of unsettling because they realize that this is just adding more degenerate activity to the system. And where this where this blows up one place or another, you just know that when people are adding more risks by nature, it means that there's more chance of bad events happening or like, um, you know, more catastrophic style events. So I, I, I don't want to say that I know exactly how this is, this could be bad. I just know that this is adding a lot of, um, a lot of risks to the system. Um, and that, that the nature of the people involved, and because I barely understand how this is all going to go through, and we've been we've been in credit for like for all our lives. So how this how this develops, I just think is it just adds more risk to a system where, like you said, we've been losing wallets. It ha- doesn't necessarily feel as though that's that's the way to. I just, yeah, I to mean, I, I get it. Like people want to say, like every time you say something wrong, like first of all, like I think like people just come at you if you talk about blur in a certain way worse than like bag holders but it's just like so i'm trying to like walk and walk in eggshells here but it's just like it's just like i just don't see it like i it, and i'm i'm actually someone who's trying to educate myself because i want to make um i'm trying to make that i'm trying to you know come up here and, and learn more but i just like i like what duda said again he also said nft buy now pay later predictably understanding the duration and rate of a loan borrow when taking on significant leverage is fundamental to making prudent financial decisions. I don't see how a perpetual lending mechanism where the lender can revoke at any time, giving the borrower limited notice and recourse ends well for borrowers. Like everything I've read so far is that this tool is really, really good if you're lending, but there's zero borrowing protection whatsoever on the borrower side. Like if you're trying to play this game, if you're listening to this, you're trying to play this game thinking you're going to make a quick flip and some money. Like I encourage you to actually like learn more about this. Like this is a tool that will work really well in the poor market, but not in the market where like all of a sudden, cause there's still incentivizing bidding. So like not in the market where like someone's going to come and dump 300 clones on your face, like overnight while you're not expecting it. I don't know. I just, that's just me though. Like I saw Tyler tested it last night risks on both sides. Here. Yeah. But like there is obviously there is, there is risks that as if you're going to be borrowing against your asset. So let's say I have a punk. Okay. I yeah. borrow against the punk and you think you're fine. The person that you borrowed against 
could instantly decide they don't want to be inside that loan anymore. Yeah. And you either have to accept the new terms of a loan or they take your, they take your bunk. On the other side of things, right? Right now, the loan to value, loan to value means like how much, how much ETH you can get versus the floor price of your NFT. So let's say there's a, a punk which is which is 50 and you could get a loan of 45, that would be a loan to value of 90%. I.e. the loan is 90% of the value of the NFT. The the loan to value is incredibly high here. And ha- what that effectively means is if I own a punk and I can take a 95% to 100% loan out on my punk, my downside is basically five percent or less depending on what the loan is okay so it makes it makes if i owned a ton of punks right now or i owned a ton of apes and i can take a 95 percent loan out on all of them i basically just own a call option on apes and a call option means that i i only benefit from the upside let's say if punks go up and my downside is capped at 95 percent of the value of, of that um now you obviously have to pay interest to, to keep that call option going but there is there are risks on both sides. So as a lender, yes, you get you get a lot of lender protections in that you can basically take control of the collateral at any time. But as a borrower, you also have massive benefits from the idea that right now with incentivized borrowing, you basically can turn all of your NFTs into call options on NFTs yeah. for an interest rate. If you're good at what you do, like if you know what you're doing, like you can make a quick flips. Like, I mean, Tyler made a quick flip. He made, what, 20th, right? Overnight. Profit before gas. So it's- point something nine something ETH, right? It's a lot of money overnight, right? Because one ETH is still like two grand, right? 1850 for the matter. But it's like, you know, he, he details what he does. Takeaways, BNPL feels primarily for hyper short-term trades, especially when low collateral is posted. It can become more midterm if the buyer posts higher principle and can thus weather more volatility. The day one market went wild with some crazy lending terms will likely normalize over time. So I think it'll be interesting to like see what happens over the next few days and different collections being added. I'm assuming like there's a rumor about D gods being added next. I think uh, Frank posted the sweet saying like D gods next or something or whatever. So flowing up there, but we'll see what happens in the broader market. We, we need NFTs to go up though for this to do well. Right. Or am I not getting the right read? If NFTs go down, you can get cascading liquidations um, of people who have gone levered. Like it just adds right. leverage to the system. Right. Basically in the same all- way that when in crypto you see, things go up, up, up the stairs, down the elevator. That's kind of what you would see. Got it. Basically, you just want interest rates to go down. That's basically all you want. Got it. Okay. I I, I will, I will, I will lobby for that. Use my, my whole 346,000 followers for, for, I will add a shield and then we'll make another NFT to add next to my, another emoji add next to my name to get interest rates to keep going down. I don't know. Like, we'll see what happens. In the, I mean, in the bull market, some MFers will crush it with this tool, right? Like, they're going to kill it. I think I went through it. Like, I went through the whole thing. I, we broke it down last night. We explained it very clearly for people. If you're curious, it's on YouTube as well. It's on the live tab of Rug Radio's YouTube channel. Um, Dees and Sobi, like, ran me through it yesterday. And Threga was asking some really good questions. So if you're curious, you can go back and look. We were screen sharing. But I don't know. That's just my take. Like, look, like, the number of NFT traders has only gone down. Uh, like by a lot, and the more shit coins are pumping, and it's killing. Like we have a little shit coin season going on right now. Like the more these are gonna go down, because people are like, well, it's easier to trade coins, right? Like ain't nobody shaming me for selling coins for what it's worth, right? So it's just like it's just like it's just I don't know. Uh, there's uh, there's I just don't see it right now. Maybe next year, 
maybe six months, maybe 12 months, but the market was already trending down on NFTs. Like 9059 came on here last month, end of month, saying like, yo, this is still going to go down on most collections. Like, look at this and give us statistics. Like, I just, I just don't know. Um, but maybe we'll see. I don't know what your take is, Ovi. What's your read on all this? You're muted. Muted, muted. I think it's exactly what Michael said. It's just going to add a ton of leverage to the system. So you'll have periods... What that does is it adds loads of gamma to the system. So like when things go up, they'll go up very aggressively because people are taking a shitload of leverage. And when it goes down, it's gonna like cascade and, and get crushed. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't really know. I think it means people who are smarter and more adept at this kind of stuff are gonna make a lot more money than people who aren't. So educating people on how to use the stuff is important. But um yeah, I think it's gonna be uh, I think it's gonna be a tough one. Yeah, Mando's having a ball now in the chat, huh? You're making fun of Ovi now. It's your time to laugh. It's your time to laugh. He's, he's really, really going. As well. He was in the chat like, yo, what's up with Ovi's video? He's he's really like taking a piss. Now, you deserve it because you really went through it hard in, in Q1. Like, we really gave it to you like big time. We, might, we, we did manage to get your race quit once. So after that, I think it was over. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, I guess we'll see where, where the blur stuff goes. I mean, I'm always curious to... To learn more, uh, Beetle, uh, 1K Beetlejuice made a nice dashboard. That's what I was sharing on the screen. I'll share it again. Bottom right of the space, I've been sharing everything we share on the screen. I share it on the bottom right. I'm going to try and get better at that. Like just every time I share a tweet or an article, I'll share it under the original uh, Twitter spaces so you can get it. Um, but he says, since their launch a few hours ago, Blur's facilitated 385 loans with 3,100... 3,167 ETH in loan volume. Miladies have the highest number of loans with a total of 239 NFTs lent. Azuki has the highest loan volume with around 1,500 ETH borrowed against uh, its NFTs. So that's some statistics for y'all after, I think, 24 hours. Yeah, as of now, like it was around this time that uh, that this tool dropped, uh, this product dropped. But look, uh, we'll see uh, what happens next. So I'm just going to go and upload it right here. For those who are curious, I just upload everything here from here forward. I'll just do it like that. And just keep adding to it, but um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how how that ends. What do we think are next collections? I mean, I'm assuming D Gods, of course. Like Frank seems to have like this thing going on with Blur and everything. Uh, I don't why know. Why wasn't what... it D Gods first? That's what I didn't understand. I'm maybe because it's why different... Milady's over a D Gods. Well, I mean, honestly, Milady's like they've been using like uh, NFT five for a minute. Like a lot of uh, NFT, like there's like hundreds of NFTs that, that Milady's that was pulled in like NFT X. NFT X, yeah, yeah, and like they and it, it honestly. I understand Milady's over any other collection because all the DeFi chads are in there. <laughs> like you're attracting all the DeFi chads and the crypto people who understand it. You know what I mean, like it makes sense, <laughs> honestly. Like, <laughs> so I guess we'll see. I mean, hey, I mean, a lot of y'all holders, like the red guy holders, like love creating. I see Toggle and everyone, like you know, they're playing with NFT and the perps and whatnot. You know, wouldn't be surprised if some poor red guy gets added into that. You know, give me a red guy for. If I can, like, what, am I gonna be able to buy a red guy for like, for like ten bucks or something? It, it's you know, it's it, it's gonna be great. I'm just gonna go buy a bunch of them and uh, start a bunch of loans out. Uh, the history <laughs> of the red guy community with doing degenerate stuff is is pretty high. I it's think so I think we had like the bad. most number of loans on NFT Fi within like yeah. the first week or something like that. Um, yeah, I can imagine them being drawn to a product like this. Are you, are you kidding me? Some of your biggest holders just love this shit. <laughs> When I saw the person getting liquidated for like 50 red guys the other day, I was like, well, that's on brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the lows. I was, like, I was like, hey, yo, like this is so on brand. <laughs> so, 
So anyway, so I guess that 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 works out. That checks out. We'll see. I mean, I'm curious to hear your takes on on NFT Twitter. I posted at the bottom right of the space. And I'm going to pin it to the top right now, the, the, the dashboard. That's actually the best dashboard if you want to follow. Beetle, shout out to Beetle. He always makes really cool dashboards for people and for the space. So, and usually pretty well educated uh, and edu- educative, educative, does that make sense? educational. Uh, so that makes sense. Um, and you can put it on there. So I posted at the bottom right of this Twitter space. Uh, reminder, we are on YouTube if you're curious and want to come see our faces and G-Money's. Jay Dinero has joined us today on Spaces. I have a question. If you... Borrow a Nozuki or a pump. Do you actually own it? Are you allowed to PFP it? What what what, what do we think, chat? Feels <laughs> like something for you and D's to decide. <laughs> the culture carriers of the space. We're just like the financial financial guys. I like that. I like that. But uh, I mean, the OV's become quite a creator of culture, you know. Um, so question. I mean, you have G Money on here and the NDCC is all over the fucking place. I mean, I can't go anywhere without seeing an NDCC hype, bro. Like, even at Consensus, like, it's a crypto conference, I mean, an NFT conference. We're sitting at the Four Seasons drinking Rose with Mando, and everybody's wearing 90CC hats around us. I swear, like, true story. Uh, yeah, you have- how many po ups did you collect, though? I actually collected Four Seasons. I, I, saw you, I saw your name pop up on the feed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I had someone come to me and say, yo, do you, can you collect my t shirts? But I was like, hell yeah, like, let's go. Yeah. So, yeah, they I, want the provenance of meeting for Oak. They do. They do. And I, I really like, uh, I, I love rocking it. You know, I was traveling with it. I get approached, uh, I get approached for it a lot every time I have the yeah, nice t t-shirt on. So you're, you're doing something right. You're doing Good. something right. That's for sure. Yeah, we got to figure out what a collab looks like. A rec guy collab and a rug radio collab. We got to, we got to see what that looks like. Pick a trait in the forces of web three that you want to recreate in terms of clothing. And we'll just do it with you. All right, let's do it. Rec 90 CC collab. That, that sounds cool. I, I think that'd be dope. Fire. What product would you do as Rec 90 CC though? Like maybe a water bottle, like a like a with the tag that NFC chip I, in the water, like the bottle. Dude, like, I'm I, I'm open to idea. I like I want to do some crazy shit. So whatever you guys think, even if it's like really far out there, like let's talk about it. I've had some like crazy ideas thrown at me where I'm like, I can't do that yet. But like when a condoms when I, will do. Like, but I'll do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. A condom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A condom, dude. That's a step in the right direction. Wait, you, just, <laughs> you know, swell. Oh, that's what it is. You know, swell. That went super uh, viral. The uh, what are those water bottles? The super the swell water bottles like these that they're like stainless bottles. They're kind of shaped as the red guy bottle. Yeah, oh, I remember those. You, you've seen those? They're like super, like super popular. Mm-hmm. Um, like a bottle like that. That's like tack to a chip that like somehow makes sure that you're drinking enough water during the day. I don't know how to figure that out. There's smarter people than me. I'm just a guy with the crazy ideas, but <laughs> proof, yeah. proof of hydration. Yeah. Some like proof of hydration. Yeah. Proof of hydration. Yeah. I like that. I like that. That's very Yo, good. Actually. I need that's that. Pretty good. All right. I just want, like, just give me like royalties. Like, a little bit of that. <laughs> like, I'll market the fuck out of it. You see me, I have you uh, every show. I have a one liter bottle next to me. So, you know, that make me one of the faces of that. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm fucking it. I drink. If over- you weren't in Web three, you'd have a promising career, I think, in in e commerce. Like you, you are built for that world. I've been there, and I've definitely done that, my friend. And it's definitely like a headache dealing with Shenzhen, Guangzhou. Fucking find a product, figure out a product, getting the Shopify store up and running, making sure it's the, like I've I've literally done it all. So, 
Yes, I probably would be good at it, but it's not for me. Uh, <laughs> remember, one of my first endeavors was a kid. I was like early, like 20, 19, 20. I had all these like this like Instagram pages. I was like, fuck it, let's like let's spin off like a sunglasses company. I think we made like ten grand in the first two days, and it was so complicated. After that, we just stopped just doing it. Like we delivered everything, and it was like, all right, we're done because it was it's definitely a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, anyways, damn it, I think my my suitcase just got here. Um, can you guys take it off for two seconds? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead, Mando. <laughs> so, why don't you tell us about what's going on with Nine DCC? What were you doing in uh, what were you doing in Consensus? Like, what you and you were doing uh, stuff in New York as well? Like, yeah, what was the, what's the last month been like? Yeah, so we didn't uh, do anything at Consensus. How, did you go to Consensus? How was it? It looked. I mean, I got FOMO. Like, we lie. were there. We were there. It was. It was like more about like the devs and the infrastructure people. Um, there were fewer brands, or at least fewer brands that I saw. I think Perok met a few of them, but it was still good. It was just right. a, it, it was um, more relaxed. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I decided not to go because I've been traveling too much, and I'm gonna be traveling like a lot in the back half of the year. But uh, you know, we did the NFT NYC activation. We got the hats out there. Uh, we. Uh, so I don't know if you guys know this. Do you guys have hats? But like we run these these windows where you can literally like tap your phone, tap your tap your hat with your phone uh, during like the, the window and you can play a game like and you can earn network points. Uh, so that's kind of been like a great way to engage with the community when we're not IRL. But one thing that we announced last week that I think is actually really, really dope is uh, you guys know, like the verified organizations, right? Like they buy the gold check marks. You saw this. Yeah. And then you can get, uh, you can assign affiliates, right? So you pay bucks a month per affiliate. So we're like, all right, the top 25 people in our community, in our network, uh, get free affiliate badges. So we actually took a snapshot yesterday at 4 p.m. and we started giving them out. So like, you're going to start seeing more people with uh, 90cc affiliate badges. And those are like the top 25 people in the community, which I think is really cool. I think it's a great. lot of people are going to end up doing this because it's like kind of one it's of the... You guys should get it. I don't know why you guys are not applying for verified organizations with Red Guy. Like it's yeah. it's actually first of all, it legitimizes everything. That you have a direct access to a Twitter employee. Like they literally answer my emails after 15 minutes. Really? Dude, okay. I, I gotta I gotta look into that. So <laughs> well, they have no direct access to anybody. Pertain to that to your verified organization, it's not personal. And okay. then not only that, it's good for safety to make sure you're the real like the people are actually part, like we have like 15 plus employees now. Like right. I need it because I want to avoid people getting scammed by like a fake, like Loxley or a fake fucking Harry or a fake, you know, Hana. Like we got to be careful. And I think it's like, it's, and it's really cheap. I'm not going to say it's worth it for what you get. The only problem with us is we got accepted like four weeks ago, G. And mm-hmm. the thing is it refuses to let me pay because it thinks I'm located in the UK. And I keep. Oh, t- you were saying that. You were saying yeah. that. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to do it. But like, so with Rug Radio, that's the only holdup. Like, and we keep reaching out to them. They answer right away. But for some reason, it's just something's bugging. But yeah, we're getting it as well. Uh, I'm gonna see what we can do in terms of like maybe a leaderboard for like maybe top ten holders of rugs or maybe top five holders. But I, I love what you did. Like, I think it's super cool. And and I and I wouldn't. I think maybe even the top five for us. Like, it's like, hey, makes you want to just get more rugs or whatnot. Just maybe worth it for people you know right. it's like it, it's funny because what we saw right because we announced it last week 
and we announced when the snapshot would be over the weekend. And you kind of saw like the dash of like, they're the people that were like in the top 15 that were like solidly in there. But then those people that were like right on the bubble, it was interesting to watch uh, like them kind of like freaking out in discord, trying to like get their points in. And because we also didn't disclose what, what, like what gets you points. Right. So people are trying to figure out, oh, like this is worth this amount of points This is worth that amount of points and how they maximize shit. So I, I think it's it's a fun way, I think, to gamify the ecosystem uh, without financializing it, because I think that's the problem that we see too much is like there's too much financial behavior where people are just like, well, I'm not going to do this unless you pay me money. And it's like, well, we do a lot of things without, you know, that where we don't get money. So, you know, why why don't we just make things that are fun and not make things that make you money per se? Right. Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, I think you got to keep the thing fun. I mean, the boys doing it. We're always trying to find ways to make things fun within our community because that's the only thing you can do right now. <laughs> it's like to keep the things going. It's like keep it fun, you know, keep it light. You know, uh, I, we always think of ways to, to keep that fun. I have a lot of fun going into their dive bar and seeing the memes. Actually, I'm going to win that meme competition, boys. I got the photo. I, I showed you guys. Do not post it until I meme it. I'm coming after my 100 bucks. Uh, I got quite the photo of Mando. Uh, uh, G money. Uh, it's never seen oh, before. Yeah. One of these footage. What, wait, what's the competition? So every day, oh, Red Guy yeah. gives a hundred dollars a day since like two or three weeks to the best meme created. So they have this channel where you can drop a meme, and every day one is picked, like the most liked or whatever. And it's a hundred bucks a day to begin it, giving out. And so I feel like there's two of these MFers that are raking it in, like Uncle <laughs> and uh, I like what is it? I like something. These, I like tabs. Yeah, I like tabs. These guys are raking Put it. Put the in. latest one in the chat. Yeah, there you go. See, that's why I thought they're they're really making. Oh no! And bro, they're so wrong. G, they're so like. Hey, let's see it. They're so, <laughs> they're <just> so, <laughs> oh man, Randy, oh, I love Randy. Oh, Randy, so, like the, the memes are just so vile. Like you, like hold on, like those are funny. See, this is great. But, like this Uncle Beeple guy. I mean, just give him a follow. Actually, he's hilarious. But. He's just been making the funniest memes, like, <laughs> dude. Yeah, this, this, I mean, this is great because I've been trying to figure out how to do this within my community. Somebody actually made a. Do you remember the Balenciaga Harry Potter meme from like a, a like a month ago or something? I don't know if you guys remember that. Yes, Somebody I have seen a, that. The one that was done by AI. Yeah, and someone made a 90 cc version of that, like, and and put it up yesterday, and like, I retweeted it last night. It is fucking hilarious. I'm like, dude, this is like. How do we like? How do we incentivize? Like, how do we get people to want to do more of this? So, if you're really good at memes and you want to try and make a hundred bucks a day, I mean, I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, "Yo, if you're really good at memes, dude, you have the there's three thousand dollars a month up for taking in that Discord." Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> shit. If I had time, I'd be doing it myself. <laughs> it adds up. <laughs> for us, we were like, "Well, you either hire a social media manager." <laughs> and you know you get them for some sort of salary or you just like incentivize the content of your own community and it's r worked really really well like we'd much rather give our money back to our community to do this sort of stuff than anything else oh man i uh i think i think this is uh i think this is great i i absolutely love it damn i just realized i didn't gm this morning this is really bad i have to gm i've never missed a gm in two and a half years um so anyways um what else so the other thing that was obviously like not massive news but it was it was news yesterday i saw saw the bees launched a uh officially like the secondary on nft marketplace they've been in the game for a minute 
and I saw So the Bees Metaverse uh, get spun off. And of course, we talked about Grails, which is the big, um, the big, uh, the big sale from you know the three AC uh, liquidation. But uh, that was posted by Michael yesterday. Uh, Sotheby's Metaverse Marketplace. Uh, speaking of micro marketplace, actually, artist first, fully on chain, two and a half percent fee. Artist royalties enforced at the marketplace's smart contract level. Highly curated aggregator of one of one, uh, one of ones across marketplaces. Uh, content focus, uh, defend and promote artists above just uh, offering uh, the sale. So it seems like they've got a whole lot of stuff uh, going on, on their end. Uh, with uh, on Sotheby's side, I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on that. I mean, Ovi, you've had your work just sell again at Sotheby's through RLD. Love to see that. Um, and I mean, I mean, G, you've probably participated in a couple auctions yourself. So, what do you guys think of it? Of uh, what do you make of all this? It's cool. I like it. I mean, oh. it's nice to see them take a step to be more crypto native, I guess, or NFT native, and have on-chain transactions and um, paying cryptocurrency and I'm just reading out what's coming up on the screen. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and just a 2.5% seller fee. I think Sotheby's Metaverse is something you should discover now at metaverse.sotheby's.com. <laughs> <laughs> is it any good? Like, I haven't tried it. Actually, it's, it's quite, I, I, was, I was browsing it today. It's actually pretty decent. Like, it's quite, I think oh, I like it because it's snap. So the platform awesome, yeah. is good. The UI is good, I think. How does it? Where? Where do you? Is it just on Sotheby's dot met? Like metaverse dot so? Like where? Yeah. Where do you? Where do you actually find it? Sotheby's yeah. dot com. What is it? I'm trying to look for it. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool, honestly, um, that they're doing this. But I guess we'll see. I mean, a lot of uh, there it is. Hmm. I saw also Sam Spratt. Speaking of Sam Spratt, I saw uh, D's join doing the skulls. Uh, in the skull, in the skulls. Uh, what is it called? Um, the council. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's it's the other c word. It's council. council uh, yeah. So, yeah. Did you get Did you get your skull yet? Uh, like your physical? I don't think it immediately comes with the physical, but um, the mask. But um, yeah, he bought it for sixty six ETH. Uh, he sold the ringer to G Funk actually. Uh, who G Funk sold Pepe. And with the profit, I, bought Deez's Ringer, the bullseye, which is a really nice Ringer. And then Deez immediately went. Uh, someone had listed like a skull for like 65 or 66 ETH. And he was like, he immediately just sprinted to the computer to just buy it. So um, these, these NFTs, just can, Sam just continues to sell like the skulls for just an insane amount of money, which was crazy is that it was a free, it was a bidder's edition. Like that's the craziest part. Like it was gifted to people for bidding on his artwork. Like it's, Mind blowing when you think about how it went from zero to 150, 60k in just a short period of time like that. It's fucking crazy. G money, do you have a skull? Do you are you part of the council? Sadly, I'm not. I saw. I don't know enough about it, but I saw these uh, join the council last night, right? Yeah, so, he did. Did he? Did he win? Yeah, I think he won, right? Yeah, he did. He did. He uh, he he joined us. Uh, more skulls alpha, please. I think the skulls alpha is like. But the these quote tweeted a thread. Um, he quote tweeted a thread from Sam Spratt. Yeah, he says, "Why did I pay six figures for a skull? Here's why." And then Sam has this like mega thread. Uh, I'll post at the bottom right of the Twitter space. Uh, but and uh, and it talks about the whole the whole thing. I think this one's yours, right? Midas is so sick. It's Midas, gravity of Midas. Yeah. 
Yeah, Jesus is crazy. Oh, it's actually right next to yours. I don't think yeah. it's necessarily about like you get some sort of. It's not. I mean, I spoke to Sam a little bit in in Austin actually. I think he's just trying to build like a genuine community around his art. He's going to be one of the best artists I think in the space for for years and years. So I think it's more building a community around that, around his supporters, the on-chain provenance of of owning his first piece or like being related to his first piece. Yeah. Um, I don't think go in there and expect like utility. It's, it's, I, I don't think that's not what he's trying to do. Definitely not. No, that's definitely not what he's trying to do. So, but it's great. Like I, I think he's a great guy. I mean, the look, we had a good space with him, not space, but talk with him at consensus and we're going to have him on the space soon, actually as a special guest. So uh, I guess we'll get to ask him and shake him down for all the alpha on this calls. But anyways, speaking of calls, Stubbs, <laughs> it's just nothing to do with mine. There's just two uh, S words. Uh, Stubbs, I mean, Gway is high again. So please, 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 if uh, if it's not free, if uh, you don't want to pay high gas fees and you're not down for that, uh, I wouldn't try. However, uh, you know, there is 100 free Stubbs up for the taking. And the code today is I can never find my drum roll. Where is it? code rock.fm for slash stubs if you own the dgens code the dgens access pass make sure to burn them by the way we got that video done for you guys in any of the rug video nfts the code is blend <laughs> b-l-e-n-d um b-l-e-n-d this is the code for today's stubs you go to rug.fm forward slash s-t-u-b-s and you can claim your free stubs. There is a limit of 100 free ones per day. And to this week's artist, Victoria West Photo, make sure you go back and listen to Yesterday's Space because it was absolutely fire. And the artwork is sick as fuck. It's called The Pepe and the Princess. Beautiful photo. And there's also this like other version of it that's like a video with its dope beat on it. So, and you'll be able to burn your stuff at the end of this week. <laughs> Beat made for its AI, by the way. I like it. I wish it was longer. It's a cool beat. Yeah. I kind of want, I wish the AI would have made this like a minute long. Like, I kind of, you know. Anyways, I think it's really cool. But that's the passcode. But also, if you go to rugdoff.fm forward slash rewards, um, the code is also blend. Uh, says it doesn't work, but uh, I'm sure Jazz can make this work for you guys in two seconds. You don't need any gas, actually, mind you, uh, for collecting rug token every morning on the show. No gas, one-time gas fee for opting in. If you want any of our rugby NFTs, you can get it every day. But anyways, 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 I think this covers a lot. I mean, the last thing to cover on here, of course, is our weekly, our weekly so rare lineups. You know, the, the season's coming to an end. Um, do we have, wait, did I give away the we were giving a card away last week, weren't we? Yeah, we were. We were giving a card away. Let's pick a winner right now. So I'll uh, I'll look for the winner right now. We were giving Harry, was it were we giving a Harry Kane card? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it was we did. That was two weeks ago, though. Yes, but it's today that I have to actually give it out uh, and pick a winner. So Hafner won last night. Let's see who wins today. I got to find the tweet. I can't find anymore. But there's a whole lot of people that have been joining our league. We have over 500 people playing Sora in the Rug Radio League. We even had to create a Rug Radio uh, channel in, um, in, the, uh, in, uh, in Discord for Sora Smack Talk because people want to talk shit. Oh, uh, wow. 
Yeah. So Bernie made a sort of smack talk channel and just people go there just to talk shit. And I absolutely love to see it. Honestly, it's so fun. Uh, so it's been really cool. I just, I'm just trying to find the tweet. Can someone link me to the tweet that did with the giveaway? I'm trying to find it. But who you got this week, man? Did you lock in your team? No, I'm going to do it now. Go for it. Go for it. Share a we'll screen. We'll do it together. Yeah, let's do it. You share a screen. I need to find the tweet. Can you only pick from the same pool of players every week? Like, I don't, doesn't show me no, a list of players I can you pick. Can change. So basically, you go to make your team oh. and you remove players and then you can just swap. That's what I did uh, when I put a bunch of Arsenal players last week. Um, hold on. I got to find, damn it. I got to find. Have to, for some reason, it asked me to re register my team every week. Yeah. Yeah, you have to register. So you, you, if register you don't register, you, your team doesn't play that week. Right. So you have to but choose I, your team each week, like re choose it. Essentially, I found it. I found the giveaway. Actually, we're giving two cards away because that Neymar card would never claim. So I'm picking two winners today. Someone's going to win a Neymar limited and someone's going to win a Harry Kane limited card. It's going to be fire. While you do your team stuff, I'm going to pick people. And by the way, you know the drill. You have to actually play and you have to have posted your your lineups. I'm going to Twitter pick two people, but I'm actually going to check that they played and post their lineups. And then I'm going to keep doing this until I get the people that actually played. But yesterday we hit it on the spot right away and it was pretty cool. So uh, we're going to hopefully hit the nail on the head one more time here again. Uh, so while Mando picks his uh, lineup, so this is it. That was a tweet. This is the Sawyer uh, Rugby Video League. We have how many people we got? Hold on, let me check. Uh, 400. 420. Yeah, that's sick, dude. Let's see what I ended. Oh, fuck, he keeps asking me to confirm my number. Dude, I finished 300s again? Yo, this bullshit. This... <laughs> Dude, you know what it is, though? You know what it is, though? And he's coming. The founder of Sorare is coming on Thursday on our show. He's our special guest. It's going to be sick. You got zero keeps... points. No, that was for this week. Uh, uh, overall, 721. Yeah, I'm going to register my team today. Um, you know what it is, though? Nikola keeps retweeting my giveaways. So we have actual chads that, like, join the league. And they're like, too good for us. And it's because he retweets our giveaways and it has the rug video link on there. I like it. It's good for our brand. <laughs> but shit, it's, it's not so good for me. The team uh, is good. You know? yeah, the, the league is very, very good. The league is very strong. So if you want to partake, uh, you know, definitely uh, come through. So here you go. So we do Twitter picker. That's the tweet. We're going to do one. The first winner that comes up gets the Neymar. The second winner that comes up gets the... No, other way around. Sorry, because Harry Kane first and the Neymar card second to make it easy. We're going to do two winners. You have to follow SoRare and Rug Radio because that way we're sure it's someone who actually plays. Uh, boom. We make sure it's not a bot. Did I pick two winners? Did I Did I put two winners? Oh, let me go back to step one. Yeah, two winners. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Continue. And you got your team, OSF. I can only pick the same six players every week. It doesn't let me pick different players. If you go up to the swap thing. I love um, how there's a swap. Oh, so if, no if you way. go onto your homepage, you go Bro, to get ready for game. Bro, the founder of Sawyer won. The founder of Sawyer is one of the winners. <laughs> no, really? That's not because he retweeted it. Yeah. You can't do that. Run again. Bro. No, okay, we can. Harry can win. It's fine because he actually played in everything. But we're not. We're... Can you um? Can, can we just share my screen one second? Like, tell me why yeah. I'm being so. Dumb. Hold on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Bye, G. <laughs> this, All this right. Is so funny. Are we sharing um, your team? Yeah, one sec. 
Oh my uh, God, I'm dying, yo. This is so funny. Mr. Chris won, but and that's fine. He can win, but right. okay. So I go into this page. Oh, sorry. Wait, where's the screen share? I I, I rugged you. Hold on. You rugged okay. my screen share. Okay. So what do I do? Oh my God, it's so funny. Swap. You see swap right there. Okay. Get so this is this thing, here, this thing here is our league, right? It says swap. Okay, so just just go down like okay. a tiny bit there. Then <laughs> you choose card. the card that you want to get out. So add. So funny. Whichever so person you want to get rid of. Yeah. And then load one up, and then uh, add a card. See. So why do I do this in a screen that's not the screen where I select my team? It's just you do it in a different screen. Transfers is just done here. Right. Dude, it keeps speaking winners that actually work for Rug Radio. It's not it picked Bernie and Harry. Like, I can't be doing this. Like, dude, I, I'm just gonna I, I don't know what to do. So they work out. So here's the thing. So here's a tweet, and there's a whole bunch of people that are actually playing, like genuinely. But the problem is it picked Nicola, Harry, and Bernie. Nicola's a founder Burn Burndog is our community manager, and Harry is our operation manager. Yeah, I mean, I'm calling I'm calling full-on investigation into that if that they're the winners what do you want me to do like genuinely this is really hard to pick because we have a lot of people that genuinely play uh two people at rug radio winning i think it's just Wait, hold not, on. Not... is there is there a twitter picker that goes based on comments and not retweets because twitterpicker.com yeah doesn't yeah there is it's called, it's called comment picker oh oh okay can you send that to me, please? Random comment picker. I got it. Sorry. So we're going to do it again. But it's Facebook. A Twitter picker. Okay, so we're going to try it again. Sorry, we're running it back. Because uh, we can't have the founders and our team win. Winners from... No, no, it's Twitter. Can you send me a link to Twitter comment picker? <laughs> this is bullshit. I'm going to pick my team in the meantime. I'm going to just make my team. Uh, in the meantime, let me kick your asses. Hold on. Let me see what we got. Uh, just, hold on. Pick me just for fairness. I love how people are, just give me. It's true. I mean, Chad. I mean, they got Son in their team or? Yo, actually, you know what's crazy? He scored crazy amount of points with Son. What? Yeah. Oh, he did score. He, he scored. scored. You got an assist and a goal, yeah. Did you send me the picker? Here, I'm going to register a team right now. Let's go. Let's go. I'm actually enjoying this a lot every week. I missed it last week. So who's who's doing good this week? I mean, you're better off playing Arsenal and, and City players, are you? Arsenal um, have 10 games. Yeah, Arsenal. I think Allison's probably good. And then, I mean, my team's generally good. Like Ben, ben White. White, I'd put in. They're playing Chelsea. The point is win. good. Haaland KDB, again. Yeah, Haaland. I think your team is good. I, think you I just have a good... No, clearly not. I, end- I know, but it's good. It's because you're not confirming your team every single week. What do you mean? Oh, I didn't confirm last week. It's true because we were away. Yeah. You're right. not down because your team is bad. It's because you forgot to confirm last week. No, because last it's true. You're right. So I'm going to Captain Halland. I'm going to confirm my team. I'm giving this another shot. There you go. I'm confirmed. My team has been saved. So we're set. Uh, did you send me a comment picker so we can pick the winners? You guys have one? Uh, it's just it's just, Google comment, just Google comment pick. Twitter comment picker. Twitter comment picker. I really want to get this like giveaways like over with. Uh, no, what's we're doing it well. I don't. Is, I don't trust. Been... I don't trust these websites. D money just had enough and left. <laughs> send me one you <laughs> use. Ovi, 
Stop being lazy. Send me one you use. Literally, it's literally called commentpicker.com. Not clicking, commentpicker.com. He's not doing it. He's not doing it. That's I'm the not... one that I use. Your frame rate is a joke, all right? Is it this one? <laughs> is this it? I, I see one. you I know speak it, about five seconds after I, I hear you. Where do I go? <laughs> it's a retweet Just picker. On the, on the right. Yeah, no, you can then pick um, on the right-hand side. Where? On the right-hand side of the screen. It says pick based on comments or something like that. I can't read it from my screen. It doesn't say pick based on comments. It says... Um, uh, oh, weird. Why doesn't it say that on yours? Can I just send you the link and you pick two winners? Yeah, send me the link. Send me the link. Just a tweet. And then we're going to pick two winners. So the... F- in order, we'll do the winner one gets the Harry Kane and winner two gets the, it's the Neymar limited card. And then I'll handle sending the cards to y'all. It looks like Man City are going to win the league, which is, a big, is, which is the big thing. What's the actual EPL standings? Uh, Man oh, City wow. beat Arsenal. That was the big, that was the big result yeah. of the last week. So. Wow. Let's see. I'm actually curious. And, and oh, also wow. Sam Allardyce is coming in as the manager. Of, of oh, Leeds. wow. Yeah. Looks like, wow. And they're one match behind with one point ahead. Damn, Arsenal really blew the last five, huh? I know. They completely choked. Oh, uh, completely oh. choked. That's But you guys in the EPL always have the sickest, like, end of season. So like, Man City might go on and win the travel. So they might win the Premier League, the Champions League, and, and the FA Cup. Bro, Haaland is just built different, bro. Yeah. Like, I think they've probably- changed this website, by the way. I, did, I didn't see it either on my thing. This is this so, so weird. Awesome. Because we use it for great radio. Now it just says it's retweets. Yeah, you guys always use one. So, I'm um, sorry, everybody. We're we're just like doing our best, trying like <laughs> it just disappeared from their website. I don't I don't know what. I think because they want you to pay now. No, but I have the premium subscription. I'm logged into it, and it's just not here. Love that. Is this how the Fed picks rate hikes? <laughs> Literally, people are gonna think we're fucking like a joke or something at this stage. But the thing is, it's too hard to run these store giveaways because we don't the, give the, it we- the website. The website has rugged us. Like it's okay, just, so just you know what? Hey, let's pick a number in, in the number of the comment, right? So there's a bunch of comments here, right? Let's pick a few numbers. So you know what? Like, n- I, there's- I'm, I'm picking. I'm picking twenty. Okay, twenty. Give me a number, Ovi. Give me a number. Seventeen. Seventeen and twenty. Okay, so one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. There you go. That's nice. So D D Gen F tier, fellow D God. So you win. And then so you win the Harry Kane card. So 18, 19, 20. So I mean his name is literally Sorare Jr. So you also right. win, and they're both part of our league, which is awesome. And they're people that play the game. So DJ Tier and Sorare Junior, congratulations because you both win, respectively, a Harry Kane uh, limited card and a Neymar limited card. So I will be messaging y'all to get your Sorare IDs or however the fuck this works, and I will be sending it to y'all. And Hefner, I will reach out to you to give you. Your LeBron limited card, that's what you want, which is pretty cool. Uh, because LeBron actually, what's cool with the playoff uh, NBA now that they have it, you can buy players that are you think are going to make it through, like the whole mm. and Lakers are one of the favorites right now. 
So it's actually not bad. Lakers are going to play the, the Warriors. Warriors now, right? Yeah. It's going to be tough. I mean, that's like bro, one of the old battles. Brown and Curry, she's going to yeah. be crazy. You know what's crazy though? Like NBA playoff is like that, that's probably one of the best sports to watch. Like postseason. I, I agree. I it's crazy. Like, I wish there was a team in Montreal because, like, everyone in my comments, like, yeah, I want you to support Toronto. Like, dude, you know how hard it is for Montrealer to support anything comes out of Toronto? Like, it's like asking, like, Ovi to support City if they go to the Champions League's finals. Like, he's not going to do it. Interestingly, Ovi supports a team from another from another town. So, as a man, I was born in Manchester. <laughs> I have born, to say, though, closer to London than he was Manchester. <laughs> I have to say, though, the Manchester United jersey beautiful like with the color and like red it's nice like it's 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 nice but sadly manchester has been blue for a few years you know and Oof. uh Oof, throwing it out all right let's see who wins this week we should yeah. uh we should put some money on it between us Honestly, three should we just start putting money on this are you both on this are you both yeah let's put a hundred bucks who okay, wins so. who wins this week 100 bucks ovi did you put your team up I uh, did, yeah. A hundred bucks to the person who wins. Like the two other people send him a hundred bucks. Yeah. Perfect. That's perfect because Ovi already owes me a hundred bucks. I overpaid him for golf. Uh, so it looks like uh, he may owe me 200 bucks. <laughs> Ovi took me for $800 the other day on the golf course. So, <laughs> oh my God. He, uh, he got me good. But anyway, so blend was the code. You can still go and claim your expand uh, rewards for Ruck Token. I believe you can still claim stubs. Let's see how many stubs are left. Gway is high, but make sure you, you pick him up. B-L-E-N-D. Yeah, there's still 77. Look, what's good with Gway being high is that there's less stubs being minted. So that's actually pretty good. How many are getting burned this week? Uh, I don't know, actually. I, I got to ask because we, we've, uh, we've been – what we've been doing is that we've been having the artists every Monday, and we've been having the artists uh, give the burn mechanics every Friday. That way we give the artist two stages, mm. a 30-minute interview and like a, you know, like another five, 10-minute spot to like be part of the operation, which is cool because the artist gets to come on the show twice. Um, and then uh, we'll have the, we announced burn mechanics at the end of the week. So uh, it's going to be pretty, pretty cool. And uh, the lineup is just honestly looking more and more fire every week. And I like that our stubs page is like slowly populating, you know, and it's starting to show more and more art. So I think like the more this uh, grows, like the more people are really just going to start getting it. And I'm excited for more people to partake um, in this. There's already 516 individual people that own stubs. Like, nice. yeah, I think it's pretty cool. And I think it's fun that it's both our communities that get to participate. So uh, yeah, it's uh, you absolutely love to see it. But anyways, I think this wraps it up for today. Tomorrow's a big show. I'm about to post it, but we have the CEO of Hennessy coming on Rug Radio. Um, Laurent Ballier. So nice. I should probably say it in French, right? Because that's that's you know that's what's up. So uh, do you drink Laurent, Hennessy? Laurent Boyot actually is coming. Uh, I I do like in Hennessy actually. I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I, I my cognac is not my go-to drink. I'm more of a mezcal guy, but or special martini to start mezcal. You know after that. However, um, however, um, you know I I really do appreciate a nice Hennessy VS. You know, and if they want to, yeah. I'm, I mean, I, it's not a regular drink, but yeah, it's a nice drink. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, so they're coming, the CEO, like the big guy, big, big guy, the, the CEO of Hennessy is coming on Rugrader tomorrow. So it's going to be a big one. Uh, as promised, we said big guest this week. I'm actually curious to hear more about their endeavors in Web3 and what they're going to be doing uh, for the rest of the year. They've been doing a bunch of stuff already. Most people don't know, actually. And uh, and then it's cool because we're crossing the H in LVMH. So now we just got the, the LV and the M. Then we're set. 
<laughs> collect collect all the rocks. And then on Thursday, well, you know, uh, the CEO and founder of Soar himself is going to join us, and Deez and Sobi are going to come host us with us on video. So it's going to be a banger of an episode, like all of us uh, on video. As you know, obviously Soar is a partner of ours. So just so y'all know, we've already made a bajillion posts about it, and I make sure to put partner in our in our in our in our tweets. But Soar is as a partner for the sports vertical rock radio and they've been powering buster's show for a minute so it's actually that one is just like going crazy and it's been fun to see that uh growing and growing and growing so it's me sick uh someone's acting asking wrecked radio today i don't think it's today it's tomorrow i believe right it's wednesday or did you guys change that it's tomorrow tomorrow yeah that's what i thought so that's tomorrow um and uh someone said i need henny on the rocks in lisbon well let me tell you something lisbon it's gonna be a vibe um, and there's going to be a lot going on because I just pretty much found out this morning everything we're about to do. So it's going to be sick. So anyways, uh, just quick note before I shut this off because it was a great show. We had Rug Radio Town Hall yesterday, so make sure you tune back in. The newsletter is already out, so rug.fm forward slash newsletter is where you can get all the news. And what was cool about yesterday's town hall uh, is that Loxley and G-Man actually screen shared some of the tech they've been building with regards uh, of our LMS and everything. Uh, I don't know. This is a recap. Sorry, that's not the town hall notes. This is it. This is not it. Uh, Rug Radio Town Hall announcement May first. So here was this one. So you can you can catch it back on video. And they've been just they just give a sneak peek of like what our uh, tools and the tech behind Rug Radio is going to look like, and actually everything we're building for creators. So a lot of people always say. One more education, one platform, or an aggregation of media uh, in the space. Well, this is exactly what Rogrito is building on a tech standpoint, it's not just media. And we're building a whole uh, tech stack and, 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 and a lot of things that are very exciting. It's all actually coming out. Within the next two weeks, we're dropping our marketplace and a creator portal, which is huge. And by the end of Q4, hopefully, we'll be, uh, we're, we're planning on launching the entire uh, media aggregation platform and educational portal for, uh, for, for, for all you guys, whether you're holder or not. Just if you're holder, you're just going to have so much more uh access to so much more so it's me a lot of fun so definitely check it out i'm gonna post that recap also at the bottom right of the twitter space where i've shared everything so far so with that with that with that we'll see y'all tomorrow morning 10 30 a.m eastern standard time 7 30 a.m pacific standard time for another episode of gem web 3 on rug radio let's go and it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day gm gm on this beautiful day, good morning to Web3, with Barocco Sepp and Mando, tuning live at 10.30, and it's all on Rock Radio. It's a beautiful day, have a beautiful day, GMGM, Rock Radio.